Steve Kemp with the People Not Titles podcast, and I am so glad to have with me today the um, owners of Angelina and Herrick, the partners. What uh, is there another title that we have uh, for you guys? No, the you, Grand Poobahs. Yeah, that works. <laughs> that works. Um, we'll take Mike it. Angelina and Mark Herrick, and uh, these guys are world class in what they do. And we're glad to have them. We're uh, happy to uh, talk about their journey. Um, and we're going to find out what, uh, why so many real estate agents choose them to handle the legal end of their real estate transactions. So let's get into it. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Been Thanks. wanting to have you guys on for a long time. Um, so uh, who's, the, uh, who's the senior statesman here in terms of... <laughs> Just because of age. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I hate age to say it. Yeah. So, so Mike. Mark um, has a little experience too, though. Yes, absolutely. So, Mike, let's talk a little bit about what was your inspiration for getting into the law business. Did you kind of stumble into it, or was it intentional? Total stumble. Okay. Uh, I had, there really was no you know, burning desire to be an attorney. Mm -hmm. uh, I, growing up, my father was in sales. And I thought that was, you know, it was a neat thing. I always uh, was into sports, so I liked competition. Mm -hmm. And I saw sales as kind of a way to to get into something like that. Yeah, it's kind of business competition. Yeah. Yeah, and contact so, sport. Yeah, so I get through, going through college, and I get towards the end. And I wasn't as prepared as I probably should have been to, uh, to move on and get a, you know, get into a career. So I asked my father if I could go and get an MBA. I thought that'd be a good idea. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I got a business degree, and my dad was like, you're kind of doubling up. Why don't you go to law school? So that's how I ended up going oh, to law school. That's pretty good advice. Yeah, know? and so, and he said, you know, you have, the, the, you know, the more options you have mm -hmm. in life, the, the better your opportunities are going to be. Mm -hmm. So he said, you already have the business degree, get a law degree, and then you can do what you want. And I ended up uh, right out of law school, starting my own firm, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, and then what ended up happening is. And were you when you started your own firm? Were you doing real estate at the time? But there wasn't. Was there even an agency program at the time? No. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah, this was a hundred years. Yeah. Ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. But anyway, no. So there, there wasn't, and I just, I had, I had been clerking at a personal injury firm in Chicago. And uh, the owner of that firm told another clerk, you know, uh, that was there with me that we would succeed on the cases that he didn't want. And so we're like, all right, that'll work out. So my first partner and I started out in a little like 10 by 10 interior office with our desks facing in opposite directions. And, um, you know, maybe worked an hour or two a day because we had no no business. Mm -hmm. uh, so all of your business, so you kind of started your firm with the promise that you're going to get some of the fallout from this, the business that this firm didn't want to do. Correct. Okay. And so we didn't get That's many great. cases yet. So yeah. it was one of those things where when I started out, I, I did everything because I had to. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I remember getting my first real estate deal. And what it was, we a, do now? It was, no, it was, it was a good friend of mine. Okay. And um, so I go and do the closing and it took me two hours to get through all the documents and 
you know, and the other attorney kept like looking at me like, what are you doing? And I'm looking at him like, you know, this, is, this. this is important. You know, this is, you know, I, this, you know, what do you mean? And uh, when the closing ended, he, we we're outside the, the conference room and he's like, you know, closing should take about 45 minutes, maybe an hour. Like you can't go through everything. So anyway, that's, that's how it all started out. Um, over time, you know, we, we had attorneys, we did everything, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, all different aspects. Uh, but then over time, it started to kind of just narrow down to real estate. When was that? What year? Well, when did, when did you come Mark was a clerk. Oh, okay. I'll let you tell that story. Yeah. So Mark, what, what motivated you to get started in the law profession? Um, so I have been interesting from very young wow. age. I knew my, if you asked my mom, she would say ever since I was nine, I said I was going to be a lawyer. No kidding. Yeah. So, um, I was, when I was really young at like five, I was adopted by my dad. Hmm. So we had to go to, the, uh, down in Cook County to the courthouse and mm-hmm. I stood in front of a judge. He actually lifted us up on this bench for the adoption and I thought it was cool. The hmm. courtroom, the judge, the robes, the, mm-hmm. everything about it. I thought it was just cool. And I wow, what a so story. I thought I'd be a, a big trial lawyer. Okay. Like People arguing, yeah. making dramatic statements. Big. So I literally, ever since I was nine, I went to college. My mom always said, he's going to be a lawyer. That's all I've ever, all I ever said. Hmm. Um, and that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I thought I wanted to go. I was really passionate about, like, kids, adoptions. And mm-hmm. so this thing called guardian ad litems where you represent kids and divorce matters and mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. law that mm-hmm. was my whole thing until I clerked mm. for family law firms all through law school and realized how much I hated it why um, it's a terrible business mm. terrible business terrible. a lot of tough stories yeah well and people are just divorce attorneys they have bad reputations mm-hmm. someone's got to do it right yeah. for a reason because yeah. clients are Two people that once loved each other despise each other more than life itself and want to do everything they can to get back at each other. Mm-hmm. And the rigor they put the attorneys through is, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's hard for so, you to not be emotionally connected to all of right. what you're doing every yeah. day, right? So I knew right away that was not for me because I'm, I'm an emotional mm-hmm. person and mm-hmm. I'm too emotional and I connect too much with people. Mm-hmm. And so I realized very quickly that I was not made for that kind of work. Well, wow, good for you, man. That's really self-aware when you're early. Yeah. And uh, and so then did you decide right away then real estate law? No. I, the last thing I wanted to do was real estate law. Okay. my mom was a realtor. Oh, So okay. I grew up with a realtor. Yeah, you saw the estate. hustle. You see, Yeah, and I hated yeah. everything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I hated growing up having to be muzzled in the car all the time because she was <laughs> on the phone negotiating. Now I do it to my kids. I muzzle my kids in the car <laughs> all the time. My kids yeah. just know. I mean, yeah. they know. Yeah, he's on the phone. Quiet. quiet. You yeah. Know. But um, no, I hated, you know, Christmas Eve, driving to church, and we're all sitting there quietly while she's negotiating mm-hmm. contracts. and it just Or she has to run out and do a showing yeah. or whatever, and right? And every weekend, yeah. every Saturday and Sunday, she was out. You know, mm-hmm. we were home just on our own devices, whatever, because she was busy doing it. So I had no desire to go into real estate um, at all. But mm-hmm. then when I figured out in law school that I didn't want to do family law, she said, well, you should talk to my real estate attorney, 
Mikey Angelina. Oh, and the I recruiter. Said, yeah, and I said, well, he had to hire me because she was one of his I top agents. I didn't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I don't know that I really and need And he stole one of your top clients, right? <laughs> yeah. So. I still have her as, as, as yeah. a realtor yeah. to this day. So, yeah. yeah. So I started with Mike in 99. And he sat in my office. Before I passed the bar. And I sat um, in his office, literally. He had his desk, and I sat at a table in his office for nine months and literally just absorbed everything he did. He learned from the feet of the master. Yeah. Literally. Well, but he had, like, literally. you know, being the, the, the child of a, a realtor, mm-hmm. I mean, he, it was like instinct almost. Yeah. Like, he took to it. Right. And he really was like well. Doogie Hauser. He wanted to be, you know, an attorney but, but, when he was nine. Yeah, really. But, he, really <laughs> but even then, you know, he, Mark, wanted to be a litigator more. Well, yeah. so Mike's partner at the time, did all litigation. Mm-hmm. So when I started working with him, I said, I'm like, I will do this, but I really want to work with your partner, mm-hmm. not you. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, I'll do some real estate. Remember, yeah, he I said, I'll do a little bit of it, but I really want to do the litigation side. Mm-hmm. And so I was all in on that part of it. And I sat with him helping him. But we, but I needed him. He needed it. Yeah. So he had to, but, but him and his partner eventually split up. And I actually went with his partner, um, not him, because I didn't want to do real estate. I mean, to well, be, yeah. Was that a tough conversation? Um, yes and no. I mean, because we were friends. We stayed friends. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. And yeah. it you wasn't know, that personal. You could have got, yeah. been butthurt about it. And yeah. Well, but he. It wasn't personal at all. Okay. It wasn't personal. Yeah. And he knew no, that. No. No. And, and at the time, you know, I was doing a, you know, a lot of real estate. And yeah. I had, and one of our. And when was this? What year was that? Oh, my gosh. That would have been 2002. Two thousand three. I think it was around two. Yeah, I maybe even earlier. I think it was two thousand one. Yeah, because, like oh one. Yeah, yeah, wow. that's probably right. Yeah. yeah, and so the other associate attorney at the time was a uh, was a litigator. Mm. So it, we also kind of talked about it that even though he wanted Mark wanted to continue doing litigation, Mark had developed a relationship with a, a bunch of agents, mm-hmm. and you know, I right. mean, I couldn't. Say so you can't you can't go with Mark, and so I think it, it just made sense for the the two firms to have a litigator and a real estate attorney, you know, in, mm. in each instance. Mm-hmm. And um, but so you kind of an amical split. You understood this guy wanted to go. Mark's going to be the litigator of their it, package. It was a it yeah. was a tough tough conversation. It was tough. Yeah. It was I tough. felt yeah. really I, bad. I didn't want to go, but I told him I had to, and yeah, I, I wanted to kind of spread my own wings a little bit. Yeah. And do something different, and he knew that that real estate was not my passion at mm-hmm. the time. And and then I did go with his par- partner, former mm-hmm. partner, and I did work a ton of litigation. And I basically kind of ran the office. I too. ran his office, mm-hmm. and I did a lot of work. And, and were you guys staying in touch during that time? Always. Well, Always. so I want to to press pause here. You know what's fascinating about this is that. You know, there's a lot of agents out there that are just getting started, right? And you guys are great with new agents, and but because you can relate, right? Oh, we like you were the new you agents, were yeah. the person that got started. Yeah. You were the guy that you know whether they're on a team learning from another agent or whether they're learning from their managing broker or whatever. You sat in their shoes, and I think a lot of people don't realize that real estate attorneys are entrepreneurs. You know what I mean? That they they had to wake up, like you said. I had, you know, I had 
two deals to do. I had eight hours in a day. I had to figure out what am I going to do, yeah, yeah. you know, and hustle up business and contact people or whatever it is, right? Well, and yeah, and I think, you know, like you're like circling back, that really appealed to me. Yeah. Because um, that, 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 that kind of uh, scratched the sales itch that you were right, talking about exactly. before you were going to get in right. to be a lawyer. Right. And, and I think what I had started to say before was that we all are in sales all the time, no matter what yeah. you do. Like you're selling, yeah. like people, yeah. you, you know, you want them to work with you, work with like your business. Like and trust you. Yeah. And so for me, what was, what was fun is like, I've been running a business all mm -hmm. this time. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is, you know, I mean, I, I love real estate. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've just gotten mm -hmm. used to it. It's mm -hmm. nice to, to know things, but yeah. what makes it more satisfying though, is having a business and, and going through the ups and downs and trying mm -hmm. to adapt and figure things out and, and build know. and grow. And, yeah. Yeah. Because, and, and the thing that was, was fun for me too. And I, I thought from a salesperson perspective there, although your day is similar, it's always different. Mm -hmm. Like you're meeting with different people, you're cultivating relationships, mm -hmm. you're doing all those things. So this is, it's right there. And, um, you know, Mark and I are both very competitive people, as mm -hmm. you know, on mm -hmm. the golf mm -hmm. course. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, we're quite a team. <laughs> we're not talking but, about that. But, um, but anyway, it, it's, it's just, it's fun to, you know, like if we're, we work to, you know, how many deals has he brought in? How mm -hmm. many? And so we're, we like compete with each other, you know, yeah, for and, fun. And what's great about uh, what I'm hearing is that you know we, you know that an agent is an entrepreneur in, in their business, but when it comes to you, it now is part of your business. You treat it just as serious as they do. It is that, that's how your business runs, and so you're taking ownership as much as they are with the transaction once it's passed on to right. you. No, that's a good point, and yeah. I think that's I think that's why it kind of works too, because like you said, we've started. I mean, I had nothing. Yeah, I was yeah again living in my parents' house. Yep. You know, and like the first few years, I don't think I even made any money, mm. but I wasn't going to give up and, you know, just kept going. And, you know, so from a from an agent's perspective, we've worked with a lot of agents for their whole career. And, you know, we've seen them go through what we went through. And, mm -hmm. you know, and again, you, you recognize what it takes for them to succeed as well. And, and you know how hard it is to get business in the door and how quickly you can lose it, right? Great point. So yeah. we don't, we want to just help them out as much as possible because we're important to their, right. their team. Yeah. So, um, all right. So let's talk about how you guys got, what, what is it, you know, this, uh, it's like the notebook when they all, when, when they we, got when back together back, and love. When the band got yeah. back together <laughs> yeah. again. It was, it was hard times. Hard times will bring people back together. Yes. So, so, Gonna... Sorry to interrupt, uh -huh. and then I'll stop. I do this all the time. He does. But Mark always like, finishes the right, right. So, at the time, I had we had built our practice to. I had two partners, and we had four associate attorneys, mm -hmm. and we were doing everything. Okay. I at that point was pretty much just doing real estate, um, and then some estate planning because it dovetailed well, mm -hmm. uh, and then everything started to to go bad and. Mark actually was sharing space in a building that my partners and I owned well, at the time. Yeah. And this is when everything started to go bad. Yeah. Yeah. We So we're getting close to 08 now. Yeah, it's so a big I short. Left, it's coming. Yeah, I yeah. left. I was there. It's, I it's left getting bad. His former partner. 
Okay. Um, to go out on my own, and I as you, as you, as as a as a litigator. No. So what I did was I ended up building a real estate practice okay. with his former partner, and um, I just realized, okay, I'm, I built quite a book of business, and I wasn't really getting recognized or compensated mm-hmm. for what I was mm-hmm. providing, in my opinion. And when I had asked for you know a little more equity in that, mm-hmm. he said no, basically, mm-hmm. um, and kind of even dared me, like, you wouldn't be able to do it on your own. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, that's the worst thing mm-hmm. to say to me. Yeah. Um, don't, don't test me or dare me, because I'll show you. Yes. Um, <laughs> so what I did was a friend of mine from law school who was a experienced litigator, insurance, defense work, et cetera, I, going off of the model I had seen from when Mike hired me, a real estate guy, a litigation guy, I went, partnered with him, and we started our own practice. Mm. And Mike had just purchased a building um, in for their law firm, and they had a whole open basement. Mm. So I'm like, and we wanted to move into a building, so we moved into the basement of his and paid rent to start but our you, firm. But you had had your firm for a little while before. For a little while, too. yeah. And then... Um, what a great, uh, what a great uh, example of not burning a bridge. Well, and you while this is going on, you could have been totally that. pissed off at him. We both believe in that. You know, or both, both of you yeah. could have been like, "Oh, you know this or oh that," but you you just stayed connected, both of you. We so did, and great. I eventually moved out of his basement. Yeah, and into my own, <laughs> literally, literally moved out of my basement. It was a basement. Oh, Went to our own building, um, and so Mark, what had, had you? Practice. What what? So originally, you said I wasn't so hot on real estate, but it seems like for you, something flipped. Why? Um, it was where I was getting the most business, mm-hmm. number one. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I, I became very good at it, and my personality was such that people just yep. wanted to keep using yep. me and working with me. Um, and then after, you know, 10 years in courtrooms, mm-hmm. the luster mm-hmm. was gone. Mm-hmm. I. I found that all I did was sit in a courtroom for hours on end waiting for my cases to be mm-hmm. called mm-hmm. to just continue it to another day. Like, it was just, it felt like a colossal waste of time. And, and now it's almost impossible to be a litigator. I mean, if someone tells you I'm a litigator and a real estate attorney, you can't plan on not being able to get a hold of well, them, right? They, right. The litigators spend an incredible amount of time in court mm-hmm. and just waiting, waiting for, for something yeah, yeah. so and when they're in court they don't have their phones in there with them they're mm-hmm. not accessible mm-hmm. they can't do closings mm-hmm. it's it's really hard to do both it's mm-hmm. really hard to do both so well how to do both absolutely well, right? yeah 100 so we went into this business i had this partner then 07 08 everything all of a sudden the things really dry tanked up. yeah and, and i, I have my, no partners anymore, and all right. the associates are gone. Right. My problem was I took my eye off the litigation ball. Mm-hmm. And so when the real estate dried up, I realized we didn't really have a litigation practice. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of money or income coming in on that side either. So, so I you were carrying to, it. Yeah. I, I had to break up that partnership. And at that point, I was just kind of defeated and I said all right I'm just gonna I'm a lawyer I'm gonna go get some corporate job I started applying at like Nike or all these mm-hmm, companies mm-hmm, McDonald's mm-hmm. I was like I could just be an in-house you know attorney all these different places make a set amount of money not have to rely on bringing in business mm-hmm. all of that and I he took me golfing we were at Hawthorne your golf club mm-hmm. and we were golfing and I told him this is what I'm doing and he said no you're not and I yeah. said 
uh, no, this is what I'm doing. And he said, no, you're too good at this. You're not doing that. And I said, I can be good at it, but if there's no business, Mm -hmm. I can't survive and feed my newborn child, Mm -hmm. new one coming. I I have to do this. And he wouldn't let me. Wow. He made me come back with him. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's a scary move for you, Mike, because you were probably like, "What? What am I going to do here?" Exactly. This he of had time, no right? business bringing me in. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, well, that's a great point, by the way. Hold that thought, Mike. Is that in every entrepreneur's journey, there's a time where going backwards, or it, maybe it wouldn't be going backwards, but running to the safe haven of a job, guaranteed pay, right. benefits. All this, this looks like nice, cozy, comfy Absolutely. blanket and pillow. Was, you know, that's the safe play. You know, no, and it is. But I, <clears throat> I knew him for years, mm-hmm. and that that, yeah, he's not. That's not how he's wired. No. That's not how he's built. He won't be happy there. No, maybe for no, a couple years. Them, it, yeah, right, it's. I'm like, you know, you'll you'll never have the success that that you you can and should have. Mm-hmm. You know, like he would have been wasted doing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Well, so, it was scary because I had two kids under two. Yeah. And no income. Everything well, was, was dried up. I was. It was scary. Yeah. And <laughs> so going back to like running a business. Yeah. So when when all that started happening, you know, I, I'm like I, this. I I'm, I have everything I want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I've got a great family. I've mm-hmm. got a great practice. Mm-hmm. Everything's going great. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to. I'm not going to let anybody go. Mm-hmm. This is gonna, you know, we'll get through this, even mm-hmm. though the writing we'll survive. Was kind of, yeah. yeah, and this was a little before, you know, Mark and I, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so then I, but then I, and because of that, I went like six months without getting paid, mm-hmm. because I wanted to keep every everybody in place. I, you know, mm-hmm. cared about everyone in the firm and all that, and but then it got to the point where it's like, okay, well, I have a family, right? I have three kids, yeah. I have to. You know, and I. You tried to last as long as you could, right. watching out for everyone, right? As so, an entrepreneur, and that you know, caring yeah. for your people. Yeah, and then it's okay. Well, now what do I do? You yeah. Know? So then, you know, the writing was on the wall. I had to let people go, and and then really start to try to focus on things, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where I really started to do more and more of just totally focusing on on real estate. Mike, I was there at that time, and how'd you stay positive? I mean, because I know it's like those are incredibly tough decisions. They have to well, break the news to people and let them go and, and not take a paycheck and come home to tell your wife why they're getting one and you're not and all this. How did you stay positive? Okay, well, what, what helped me stay positive is because I become content, mm-hmm. right? So when you're content, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're not going to work as hard and, and try as hard because you have the things that you want, right? Yes. So, it actually energized me, mm, and I, wow. I, it's good to be hungry again. Yeah, you saw right? the challenge, so, you yeah, saw the time to get it going again, like, let's go. Yeah. yeah, and and all right, and how do we figure this out? You know, like, what what do I do? Like, you get rid of the things that you don't need anymore, and you start to focus, and it's like, all right, and you strategize, how do you grow? Mark and I get together, and now we're trying to figure out how we do things together. Mm-hmm. And then ironically, in this horrible horrible market we're talking we're like these short sales like what's 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 going on with short sales the way that happened if you recall so i was sitting in an office in his office doing virtually nothing Mm -hmm. literally um just trying to get a real estate deal here or there Mm -hmm. and my mom 
the realtor, calls me up. She goes, I have this bizarre deal. And house in Deerfield, she's like, it's new construction basically, but it's not done. And my client, the build, he, he can't do anymore. He's out of money. And so the problem is he owes the bank like $900,000. I can't sell this thing for more than seven. There's no way I can possibly do this. And I said to her, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I said, well, I'm like, I'm not doing anything. Literally, work on I have it. nothing yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, right. So I was like, I wonder if we just went to the bank and said, hey, we, this is the most we can sell this for. He needs to get rid of this property. Will you take less money? Wow. Did you, are you guys telling me, like Al Gore invented the internet, that you guys We did not the invent short, short sales. <laughs> but this wow. is how we fell into it. We but didn't so, invent it. We wow. Just, this is how we fell. Wow. I didn't this know what I was guys. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I just knew that I had, you had some time to work on it, right? To the yeah. bank about taking less money. And so now litigation skills comes into effect, right? right? You're arguing for exactly. things. You're, I mean, yeah. So yeah. I, so I go to the bank and I start having this conversation, mm-hmm. and then they start saying to me, "Well, well, what's it worth?" And I had my mom do CMAs on it and all this stuff, and I'm like, "Well, here's everything, and here's all his invoices, what he's paid, this is what he's put into." You know, I was just proving mm-hmm. the value mm-hmm. to the bank, basically, mm-hmm. and then. Um, it went on for a couple months. It took a little while, but the buyer was incredibly patient. The seller was like, yeah, oh, this is great. And then eventually the bank is like, okay, we'll take X dollars. And then they were like, oh, and what are all the fees? And then I realized, I'm like, oh, well, I've put so much time into this. I'm like, so I'm not charging yeah. a 570 our flat standard yeah. fee. Yeah. I'm like, well, my fee is like $4,000 for all this month. Yeah. They paid it. And I, so I got that. <laughs> yeah, so, I, and so I was like, like, Mike's sitting there going, whoa. So I say to, I go to Mike, I closed it. And wow. I go, I said, you're not going to believe what I just made on this real estate transaction. All I did was, it took time. I right. negotiate. And Mike goes, I have this realtor who was just talking to me about a conference he went and, to in Maryland yeah, about these things called short go, sales. Yeah. And I go, and I well, couldn't go. He, right. he scheduled the flight, like, and it was like yep. the next day. Mm. Yeah, and you couldn't go. And he goes, and it's, it's called short sales. And he was going on and on. I go, I go, well, that sounds like what I just did. <laughs> and then he goes to the realtor. He wow. goes, give me your booklet from yeah. that conference. And him and I sat with this booklet, and we were like, and wow. next thing you know, we, we created we, our own. We looked at each other and we said, we could be the short sale guys. Yeah, and and you remember? Yes, we went and did the talks. Yes, that is how yes. we turned our business. Wow. That was dead in a slow time. We became the short sale guys, and we went to offices literally Everywhere. over the entire wow. Chicagoland area, talking about short sales. We developed, we brought in a paralegal. We set developed processes for mm. short sales, and eventually, I, along with this paralegal, took over all short sales and all we started sales. working all yeah. the regular. What a great deals. story of reinventing yourself yeah. in the it, middle of real was, where people were crying and hiding under their bed it. and yeah. running for the hills. Right. You so guys were like, "Let's stay in this. And let's make it. something happen." Yeah, and then we crazy. went to our <laughs> the agents that we already worked with, and yeah. you know, uh, probably helped so them. We can uh, survive as well by telling them, did. "Hey, there's a short sale stuff." Stay and in the game. Market and, yourself for that. Yeah. Well, and yeah. there were a lot of attorneys who didn't want to do them. Mm-hmm. You know, or you know, and and so we would work with their realtors. Yeah. We'll call them their realtors. Yeah. And those agents started to like how we did things, and we got we got a lot of new agents out of it too. Wow. So it went from a really bad situation to kind of not 
kind of it catapulted us. Yeah, that's great. It uh, completely catapulted us. That's how we picked up business all over the place. Yeah, and then you were like never going back to litigation, and now I'm 100. Well, percent You guys have been doing you guys have been doing real estate ever since. Yeah. 100 since 07. I've not I've done nothing but real yeah. estate. Okay, so now here here we're today, Angelina and Herrick. You guys are really premier in Chicagoland. Why do people pick you today? You know, people could say, "Oh, they're too busy. They got you know too. They need you know." But you guys make like the the onesie twosie agent still feel special. How do you do it? I think it's a combination of number one. I think it's our processes mm-hmm. in place with our offices. It's, yep. it's we our processes are sent. They're client and realtor centered mm-hmm. in terms of communication. Um, and how we reach out to people and we keep people informed and where and and I think really our biggest selling point is that Mike and I as well as our other attorneys are involved and engaged in every transaction mm-hmm. it is not our paralegals doing the work mm-hmm. which is where you find a lot of real estate attorneys offices you're always getting an attorney to handle your deal absolutely the attorneys answering the phone attorneys getting the I mean I know that right. paralegals have their role in the transaction they're valuable and you have awesome paralegals so well but we stand out best. because we are we are accessible mm-hmm. we are available we are constantly engaged in the transaction and then I would like to say I think we have pretty darn good personalities too that people like personality plus right well Wow! Yeah, yeah. Sure. I think we do. Yeah. I think people like talking to us. They yeah, like working with us. Well, I think it, they feel good about working with us at closings. But we, well, you know, the thing is, it's like I I enjoy new people all the time. Mm-hmm. It was really hard for us when we couldn't go to closings. Mm-hmm. You know, because I it's going to a closing. It's like that's the fun part. Mm-hmm. Like now we get to. You know, you go through the documents, but like when you're waiting for funding and things, you you have an opportunity to build a relationship with the person that you've been talking with, and and that's what I've always tried to do. And Mark's the same way. Like if I'm talking to a client and they're saying that they, you know, they're they're going to a sporting event or something, I make sure, like, hey, how was the game or whatever it is, mm-hmm. to give the little, and and I. You know, and I do care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yep. I care and I don't care, yeah. but I care. It's right. like it's it's interesting to me. Yeah. And you want to just build that that like relationship with everybody that you come in contact with, and that's yeah. that's yeah. I think how you do it. You you like, and it's genuine. I mm-hmm. mean, people don't think that when they hung up with me, you know, like a guy didn't really care. He asked a question, but I could hear him, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. typing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he was actually Not listening even, yeah. to me. Um. So unlike the divorce, where everything ends in destruction and ruin, these right. transactions all end should, with yeah, the seller and the buyer get the buyer getting a new home yeah. and moving in, and the seller going, "Hey, I'm moving on to my next thing, and I got the money I wanted, or what?" And even for short sales, I'm out from underneath this right. thing. Holy mackerel! Right. Thank you so much. You saved my life. Type stuff. It's it's really important. It's genuinely. A happy experience. Yeah, it's usually. a happy experience. I mean, there's things there's about tough, it. There's tough stuff that well, happens. There's yep. issues that happen and yep. make people feel sour. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think I think what I enjoy the most is that it is a happy experience. Yeah. I love finishing a closing mm-hmm. and just 
saying congratulations and yeah. seeing them smile and everybody wants to jump up and take pictures with the signs and they always try to get me in their pictures and I always say no. I'm like, I always, yeah. my agents all know that Mark doesn't like Mark pictures. doesn't like it. I said, yeah. I always tell them, I go, you don't want me in your picture. <laughs> right. now when Why you're ruin the picture? picture. Yeah, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Right. You, don't, you don't want me in the picture. And agents laugh That's at me great. all the time. But um, I like that. It's yeah. a happy experience yeah. it's and a celebration. most of the time yeah. everybody walks away happy and and the best part about that is usually they remember you for being part of that happy experience mm. so they want to come back mm. to you yeah. or refer their friends and their family yeah. and that is a really positive part of what we do well and i think you know just hearing your guys story from the from the hustle the 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 the, the sale the identification with the sales effort the way that you pivot, all those things happen in a real estate transaction. You know, oh, yeah, all the time. You yeah. have to be creative. You have to go this way or that way. You have to figure out how to oh, get yeah. it done. You guys have figured that out in your life, and so that's what you're bringing to every transaction. Yeah, yeah. and well, and the thing too with, with closings, you know, there are so many times where we're talking and people ask a question, and they'll, they'll, you know, and they think it's it's a, you know, this or that answer, mm-hmm. you know, black or white, and it's like. You know, I Not have always. to ask you probably five questions to get some more information from you to advise you, mm-hmm. you know, the, the way you should, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's one of the things that's really fun about it as well. Is you get to the point where you've done enough transactions. And it's not just time. Like we've been, you know, you'll, I'll be talking with an attorney and he or she'll say, well, I've been doing this for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I've probably done more transactions in two years than you've done in 20 years you know <laughs> right. it's like i know right. how this right. i know how this works yeah, not the closings this morning this yeah, afternoon not, and right, three yeah. in between yeah and so it gives you the you know it's fun to feel like you can advise people mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. you know because of the experiences and everything that you, that you've like we pretty much know how things are going to play out all the time. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that's kind of fun about this, and you know, we when we talk with realtors, new new ones, um, you know, we tell them your clients will react mm-hmm. how you guide them and cause them to react. Mm-hmm. So if we're calm and the agents calm, and we work with our agents all the time because, especially if we're having any issues, we'll contact the realtor and mm-hmm. be like. Hey, like I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. Have you already had this conversation with them? So we want to make sure that we're united. Yeah. And then we guide them together. If I could kill every deal if I wanted to. Yeah. By getting my client riled up. Right. Grandstanding yeah. and yeah. getting emotional and all. Yeah. 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 And it's like there's yeah. no there's no reason to do that. You know, at the end of the day, if we're advising them, we're the best thing for them is to close. Mm-hmm. You know, not to save five hundred dollars. Right. You know, and, and we walk them down those roads to tell them these are the consequences. I, mean, I know you want to win, right? But that's not winning. Right. That's not winning. You're this really going to, yeah, yeah, you're really going to lose. the win. I, yeah. I, I, I approach every deal the same way, and that is, and I always tell people, I'm like, I always believe that you have a seller who wants to sell and a buyer who wants to buy. Mm-hmm. And I always say to the buyer, you obviously like this house. You, looked at how many houses you negotiated, you made so many offers. This is the one you chose to go to contract on. Mm-hmm. 
don't lose sight of that fact over a couple of hundred dollars. Like yeah, people are very quick right. to lose that sight. That fly was of, stuck in the windowsill, right, and I just right. freaked me out. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa! So like I said, we <laughs> right, could kill right. we deals all day. I, right. I could say to my buyer, "Oh, you're right. This is terrible. Let's yeah, kill how it. dare them? You know, let's kill this yeah. deal." But I always fall back to, "But you wanted this house, yeah, and so we need to work." to make that happen right and so i always say we keep deals together because i believe that's what everybody wants Amen. um in the transaction mm-hmm. i believe they didn't yeah, come including to us. the buyer and the seller Correct. which they is that's the most important to us people. to kill the deal yeah now there's times when you see something you're like oh i i yeah i'd, I'd stay away, like, i'd stay away yeah, from yeah, you yeah, know yeah, that, yeah. the movie yeah. money pit yeah you know, i'm right. like oh, let's yeah. run away this <laughs> is looking pretty money pit yeah. you know yeah. that, that happens right. but for the most part I always tell people my job is to remain calm mm-hmm. and give you advice and help you to achieve what you came here for, which was to buy this house. Awesome. And I think that's one of the major things that differentiates us. And we preach it to everyone who's ever come to work for us. Mm-hmm. There is a personality and a demeanor that you have to approach everybody with mm-hmm. in terms of like openness and friendly and I'm giving you advice and I'm trying to help you to achieve a goal mm-hmm. and you got to come across a certain way like you're genuine like yeah. I said it, you're genuine about that um, if you're not people can smell it yeah that's great so l- let's look at the firm now what is it so you have two offices right or three you have three, three. offices yeah yeah you have Barrington you have Naperville and you have Rolling Meadows right right and what uh, and uh, what does a staff look like like how, how many uh, uh, associates do you have well, we, this year, we no longer have any associates. Okay. <laughs> so, not because we let them go. Right. Uh, right. Because they've all reached a point where, you know, they are, uh, you know, in, invested. They've shown that they're looking for business and everything. They've been with us for a while, and they've all been made partners. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, So, um, so we have... There's Mark and I, and then we have uh, three other, four, four other attorneys. Four other attorneys. Yeah. Four other attorney we just, partners. We just and brought in a, a, a litigation. You brought partner. a litigation. Yeah, and yeah. so, and so, I think that's a real important distinction that these are not just some flunkies that you're uh, slagging over business to. These are people that have been with you a while. They've been vetted. They're transaction tested, and so if they don't, if they don't get Mark or Mike but they get someone else. They're getting a partner of the firm that's kind of understands the brand and what is happening there and what your guys' expectations are for their interactions. And, and they've, they've done thousands They've been trained and tested, and yeah. Yes, yeah. They, they understand how to, to talk to people mm-hmm. and they understand the law and the contract and the nuances and thinking mm-hmm. outside the box and you know they're invested in us and we're invested in them. 100%. Is this what you guys did? This kind of happen, or did you guys envision this five years ago? Is this what you were working towards? Well, so what ends up happening, and I think you know, it's, you always want to be careful with how you say things because then some people, the way to be misconstrued. Well, or no, whatever. no, not misconstrued, but like you know, we can create competition by giving secrets. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> you know, okay, but, yeah. So no, no, but, yeah, yeah. Don't but, don't share anything you don't but, want to share. I, but, but I, but I think I, I guess know. was this in your mind or just yeah. kind of happened? I think and, and not like there's some big bit. secret, but right, my, yeah. what what I'm getting at, and this is no secret, and people can figure this out mm-hmm. there on their own. But you can't be afraid to add mm-hmm. 
you know, because you're like, well, I, there's only so much money in a transaction, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm making enough money mm-hmm. by myself, mm-hmm. you know, and I I only need a paralegal and me to survive. Or I'm whatever. happy. Yeah. Yeah. And and. And not that I'm I'm unhappy with those types of right, things, right, but right. you have to look at it and say, how can look if I can't provide service, I'm going to lose business. Right. So how do you? There's only like there's just Mark and there's just me. Like right. I can't do everything. Right. So we have to find people who fit the mold and understand how everything works. Yeah. So that they can work with us. So yeah, you may take a little step back when you hire someone, but if you continue to go out and try to get business and you do a good job Mm -hmm. and your service Mm -hmm. is maintained well you can continue to grow and you just have to get to and that's what we were we've always had that mentality yeah and did we envision that this was going to happen i think we knew it would Mm -hmm. but we um we weren't afraid to Mm -hmm. to to let it evolve Mm -hmm. well and for us part of a design Mm -hmm. for sure the 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 two people who have become partners recently mm-hmm. are are much younger than us mm-hmm. by design. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in 10, 15, 20 years, we don't want to do we'll, mm-hmm. We would like to retire and enjoy yeah. our families or grandkids yeah. and all that. Yeah. And to be able to have in place successors, so to speak, 10 years, 15, whatever yeah, that whatever is. Yeah, whatever it is. But people who could kind of carry on something. So that's there vision a, right there. There is a dream of, you know, building something and having it carry on sure uh, of course i think anybody yeah. who truly builds something mm-hmm. and looks at it with pride would say i would love to see this carry on if mm-hmm. my you know my son who will be 12 mm-hmm. decides in you know 10 years hey i want to be a real estate lawyer i'd be like fantastic i have something mm-hmm. like i i don't think that's going to happen but that's but a that's a vision it, that, you yeah. know you want to have something that you can kind of have carry on and mm-hmm. a, a legacy so to speak I sure. guess because yeah. I'm proud I'm proud yeah. of what we've accomplished and achieved and built I'm yeah it's come from a lot of hard work a lot of blood sweat and tears and investment and you guys and, you know when you guys absolutely. build and grow there's one like you said there's the hoarder mentality of you know I'm just going to keep doing even though I can't provide the same service I'd like right I'm going to keep this all underneath me and we're going to blah blah but you guys are saying no if I share a little bit you know, and maybe make that sacrifice and take a step back economically, it allows me to expand my capacity now. Right. right. Which I think, you know, it's kind of like Walter Payton saying, oh, here's my secret. I ran up that hill a thousand times. It's like, well, you can tell everyone the secret, but who's going to run up the hill, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, have right. to do it. Absolutely. And that just takes a unique, you know, stretch of time that you guys have had, you know, and experience right. and all this, you know, just your journey. Yeah. It's, it's, we've, there have been a lot of yeah. a lot it's, of ups and downs. It's it, been a great road. Yeah, and we have we have uh, five paralegals. Okay, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, again, one of the things that we and you've heard me say this mm-hmm. in the past. So we have Mark always. I, you can roll your eyes for the camera. So I, I always will say you, you have doctors and you have nurses, nurses right? Mm-hmm. So. And, and in many respects, the nurses know as much as the doctors mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm, you know, like our mm-hmm. paralegals can yep. answer probably any question yep. that a client or a realtor has. Mm-hmm. But, you know, going through this, being a child of a realtor, right. you see how important everything is to everybody. And that's why I like the, the you know, the analogy. And you, you could say when you're waiting for your doctor to call you to talk about test results mm-hmm. or whatever and mm-hmm. the nurse calls. Right. 
you're it's yeah you know what I mean you're not like, sad she says everything's it's fine, fine. Yeah, you're like, that's <laughs> yeah, great right right but but right. yeah that's a great but yeah. but but you're just you're 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 still wondering and you're yeah. worried and whatever and yeah. so when we start the transaction we always make sure that there are two attorneys on every file mm. and one paralegal and uh, you know so that when people when there's a doctor like thing that needs to be taken care of it's you know the, uh, the lawyer is doing it the paralegal is handling the processing of the file and they're they're as important as we are mm -hmm. you know because you know they're taking care of everything but they also have a lot of contact with the realtors and the clients as well and mm -hmm. so you know it's a team it mm -hmm. really is and that's how we approach everything you know and I I've always said since day one nobody in this firm should treat anybody differently than they see me treat someone in mm -hmm. the firm mm -hmm. and you know and I treat everybody as an equal yeah. and and that's that's the way it, it has to work you have to feel like you're on a team and you're mm -hmm. working towards that that goal so that's how we how we do it that's awesome and plus you have the secret weapon your dad <laughs> yeah is still yes. a yes. part of your He's business he shows up every day Every day. Every day, coat and tie. Coat and tie. Uh, it's Every amazing, day. you know. So from the advice, he, I mean, it must make his heart glad to see you guys doing so well. Yeah, it He's was. It, it's yeah. you know, when the, when times were tough, it was, you know, you, what do you mean you're going on a vacation? <laughs> like, I, you don't have any money. You know, it's like you know those were those yeah, were tough times. That's good. Yeah, you know, that's so good. it's it's great having yeah. him there because yeah, I mean, gift. who do you know and and. He's, um, you know, and everyone who's worked with us over they time, everybody's, everybody's love him. So it is great. It is really good having him around every yeah, day. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And uh, Mark, you're a coach as well, right? A uh, yep. softball coach. Yep. And I know that you've been thrown. Have you been thrown out of any other games since the one that you have thrown? <laughs> just the one. One time in ten years. Yes. Right. Uh, nice. I'm just kidding. That's birthday. a unique story you have to ask me about. On your birthday, you got thrown. I forgot that. Yeah, but we fun. both. I coached, and that that was that's the other thing is having your own business. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's it's great because it's 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 a part of you. I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's mm -hmm. your life. It's yeah. your it's part of your it's your family. It's everything. Um, but it also gives you the flexibility to do things that yeah. that are important to you. Yeah. So Be even though we family, work our events. tails off, yeah, yeah, I made sure that I coached, you know, each of my children, and I was involved as much That's as awesome. I could. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like, look, I have to leave, and I'm going yeah. to. And, yeah, you know, but you know, it becomes a part of us, and then people understand. Like my, I, I can't tell you how often realtors in the summer I'm. I coach on the weekends yeah, yeah. and usually on Fridays. Yeah. So it's a lot of Fridays where I'm take off early and, and I will text my agents. They're texting me and I'll be like, in a softball game, call you when I'm done. And all of them, oh yeah, good luck. Like, that's great. It's very accept, like they all yeah. understand, they know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I still get back to everybody on the weekend. Every and that dispels you know? the myth that you have to like, Forget about your family while you're building. You the do sacrifice things. You sacrifice. There's no so, doubt about it. There's you know, the phone yeah. calls and this and that. And it's your own business, and you can't just go. I clocked out at five. Right. I get that. But you guys have still kept kind of the big rocks in the jar. Absolutely. Uh, family time. Uh, you know, being there for your kids' events, even being more involved than most. Well, and we I go on vacations, and my, you know what? I think people I understand speak, it, right? I think I can speak for both of us mm -hmm. that our families are incredibly forgiving. Mm -hmm. um, they know that every single day of vacation, you're going to be walking around 
at the zoo, wherever you are, and they're going to be like, Dad's on the phone because mm-hmm. we're emailing, texting, <clears throat> or taking an hour or two yeah. out of every day of the vacation to sit in the hotel, mm-hmm. and while they're down at the pool answering emails or making calls. And I think our families are extremely forgiving mm-hmm. of that because they understand <clears throat> that's why we're on vac- able to go yeah, on vacation. Yeah, no doubt. We do this. There's a respect for um, your business. You know, and and you I, I think it. at times they give us hard time too like sure you know our, my recent vacation in December one thing my family said they're like this time do you think you could we were going to Disney yeah could we just go like not be on the phone and I said you know what yeah yeah we could do that and I actually it was a slower time so yeah. I actually could do it but um, and part of that is having know. staff and people that have your back right. and the paralegals and other partners and people as opposed to being a one-trick right. pony yeah. where you're on vacation and no one's there to well, help and I or was respond gone and I knew he was yeah there. Mike was covering and so if between the other partners I knew if there was any issue at all he was he was gonna be on it and so I just didn't have to worry which yeah. is nice. Mm-hmm. And Mike, when Mike took a, a, a beautiful summer vacation in he Spain. He decided to go away right. for a long time in Spain. <laughs> it's so much fun here. I'm going to stay here for a month. <laughs> it, was, it was rather selfish of him, but, right. you know. Right. And, I mean, that was scary. Yeah, it was scary. And I tried to do some work while I was, was there, but there mm-hmm. was a seven-hour difference. And yeah. I was just stepping on toes. Like, yeah. Peter. Uh, right. Uh, one of our partners was mm-hmm. he was fantastic yeah he handled it right handled everything but he would be like hey you're I already handled that like yeah we're good maybe you, you stay should out just, of it. just just <laughs> I got I have it yeah. and him and, and I, I had multiple conversations while he was trapped in yeah. Spain and I just kept telling him we're fine yeah. he's like I feel so bad I go we're fine yeah you have we're a great not. you have a great uh, you know we'll, I, we're wrapping up but you guys have a great new generation of attorneys that really you know this kind of you've dispelled the myth of oh you know anyone younger than me is worthless you know that kind of you guys have 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 some great young people that are you know really carrying the brand forward and care about your business and their business now the same as you guys did and that's really uh that's not easy to do yeah is to have someone carry the torch so no it's true and we've we you know over time you look for those people and we've been lucky enough and you know. Well, you got to be that person before you can find them, right? And then all of sure. a sudden, like attracts like, and they're like, wow, I really like, because they're committing to you and the firm and, and you know, all that kind of thing. So good right. for you. Yeah, sure. no, and Peter Fitzgerald. Yeah. Uh, when we were looking for new attorneys, I saw on his resume that uh, he was, he played baseball at Florida State. Ooh. And, like, right away, I said to Mark, that's our guy. That's the guy. Yeah. Right. And, Who cares and, if he can be a good attorney? Yeah, right, baseball. right. So we, that helped him. And then, again, I, I you know, being involved in sports and everything, mm-hmm. I, I just, I like the attitude. He's got a great attitude. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's another person who just, I think he was a, he was a natural. That's great. And our other one, Jim Gentile, plays yes. soccer collegially. So better yet. maybe maybe yeah, that's frankly. our maybe that's our qualification. Yeah, yeah. there you All go. Right, did you play even sports, I, right? I can you read? Can you write? Sport? Forget that. Can you play sports? Right. Uh, maybe that's our qualification. <laughs> yeah. I didn't right. really think about that until you just said that. Yeah. Right. Maybe that's a requirement. To yeah. For us. So from now on. <laughs> so play sports in college. That's the message we're going to send out. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, guys, thank you, Mike, Mark, uh, Angelina, and Herrick. Thank you. Great guys. We've learned a lot, and um, we just know that. Uh, you you know, our partnership has been great. We appreciate you guys, the business that we've been able to do together. And it's just a pleasure to see to refer people to you 
uh, and have the comfort of knowing that it's good, you know, it's the job's going to be done right. They're going to be so happy. So thank well, you. We thank also you. thank you and thank mm -hmm. you for you've been you've been fairly instrumental in, in some of the gains and things that we've done in our practice. So we appreciate well, it's only your because help we trust well. you guys so much. So, so thank you. All right. Thanks. S signing off. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.